Welcome to the One Pan Podcast. I'm John. And once again, I'm Emily. And tonight, we'll be making mac and cheese pretzel breadsticks. What are you up to now, BuzzFeed? What fucking ridiculous nonsense are you making yeah, me Yeah, so cook? this recipe comes from BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed, which is... Which, <laughs> I mean, we all know it comes across our Facebook walls all the time with Constantly the weirdest... fucking nonsense. It just makes you wonder, hey, BuzzFeed, how much pot you doing over there? Yeah, 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 really. I, I get that it's a millennial company, but yeah. really, really, like, I think even marijuana is like, guys, maybe you want to chill it on the weirdness and is shit. Is it legal in LA? Uh, yeah, it's legal in California. Okay. So, okay, this is one of those things that, this is, this is trial by fire. And by fire, I mean monkeys throwing poop at a wall. Okay. Because I feel like this is laminated, like this, there's a wall inside the BuzzFeed headquarters in Los Angeles, in California. I probably did them 50 bucks is there in San Francisco. I'm sure there's many walls. In the buildings? Yes. yes. There's yes. Walls exist in buildings. Yes. And uh, there's, a, there's a room, there's a very specific room uh, that has its own ventilation system where they keep a cadre of monkeys. C-A-D-R-E. Okay. I'm using big words. Yeah. I learned that word today with the Merriam-Webster Dictionary Word of the Day. Ah. Uh, so there's a, uh, a cadre. So now you had to use it. I did. I had to a put cadre. it in a cadre of, uh, of monkeys. And uh, they're kept and fed and well-groomed, and, uh, and they have one very specific purpose, which is to come up with the recipes for BuzzFeed articles. Ah. So what they do is they, uh, they feed the monkeys a bunch of stuff, you know, so they poop a lot? So they poop a little bit, ah. yeah. And then they uh, play uh, Cardi B music. <laughs> and what happens is they put all the monkeys in their room, okay? And then they're on the opposite wall from where the monkeys are hanging out, doing their things, is... It's like a, a one-way... As a wall. No, it's just a wall oh, okay. of like a, like a gooey, tacked up... What's that? What's that weird rubber tacky stuff in office supplies? I don't know what it is. It's called like sticky tack. Yeah, sure. So they're sticky tacked laminated pieces of paper that all have food related adjectives on them. Gotcha. <laughs> so, Do they also have types of food or just re- food related adjectives? There's types of food, but then there's other things like it'll say like Armenian and you're like, oh, okay. And so what they do is, is they, they, they just randomly assort these every every week when they need to come up with new recipes. They shuffle the whole stack, uh-huh. they repost them up on the wall and they bring the monkeys out and then they uh, they play what Cardi we B's. Make today? They play Cardi B's new hit. Yep, and then the Steve Irwin knockoff comes in and says to the monkeys, "Okay, guys, we're going to play. We're going to dance. You're going to help us come up with the recipe." So they play the music, and then they wait. They wait. So they play the music for like uh-huh. 15 minutes, like a monkey dance party. Okay, so they poop and they do the thing. They throw it, and then it sticks on the walls. And whatever, <sighs> whatever cards are covered the most, they then like assemble the adjectives together. Which is why they're laminated. Uh-huh, exactly. So you just wipe them off. This is where pretzel, mac and cheese, breadstick, breadstick comes from. Gotcha. Because this is not a human recipe. This no. is This why is the fever this? dream. Especially the way of, this recipe goes. <laughs> this is a fever dream of Matthew McConaughey in uh, Fast, Monti- Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay, so here's the thing. We have done BuzzFeed recipes before. Oh, I thought you hadn't. We we did and we didn't. This is a technicality. Oh. So Tasty is a oh, sub-company yeah. of BuzzFeed. Yeah. Another idiotic, ridiculous website dedicated to uh, lists of gifts. And yes. 
we do tasty recipes all the fucking oh, time. Oh, for some reason I thought all tasty your recipes. Tasty by BuzzFeed. Yep. Okay. For some reason I thought that you, every recipe that you guys had done so far had been like from some obscure website. <laughs> Many have Many been. Many have been. Many. Like the one we did, the ice cream last week was like oh, some weird. Ridiculous procedurally generated yeah. alien website. That was fantastic. So, how they have you do this, and this is where we <laughs> ran into this an is issue. Why, no, this is why we half chose the recipe. Was the mac and cheese, is this what you're saying? Yes, yeah. Okay, the mac and cheese, please. It's a frozen dinner. Yes. They have you buy pre-made frozen, frozen mac, mac and cheese. cheese and then cut it up into, I don't know, rectangles? Slices? Slices, not cubes, but similar to uh, They kind of look like cheese sticks. <laughs> yes, cheese sticks. Literally exactly I what thought, I was thinking. I actually thought, because when I looked <laughs> at it at first. You know what they are? What? They kind of are cheese sticks. They're ste- cheese sticks. Well, okay, no, when mac I first, and cheese sticks. When I first looked at it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's just cheese. Because it's just, they just put this, I wasn't paying that much attention about of them putting, like, taking the mac and cheese. I didn't, and I didn't see the mac and cheese. Yeah. I just saw cheese breadsticks. I was like, ooh. And so, when I'm first looking at it, I just think it's a block of cheese that they're cutting up into rectangles. Sure, sure. And so, then I show you, and you're like, wait, no, it's mac and cheese. Because at first, I was like, we could just buy string cheese, and we wouldn't have to cut it up and stuff. Sure, sure. And you're like, no. But that's just mozzarella sticks at that point. I know. We're just making weird mozzarella sticks. So it took me a minute to, well, I mean, not took me a minute. It took you pointing it out to me to go, oh, that's okay. Never mind. <laughs> so, and then I was like, you know what? Trader Joe's has a pretty good frozen mac and cheese. So mm-hmm. I picked that up today and then I forget. And I realized when I come home and I did warn you about this and we discovered uh-huh. that they want you to know that they use real cheese. Oh, yeah. And so they use shredded cheese. So there's shredded cheese on top that you mix in with the cream that's heated up, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, when you cut into it, it's not all together, which nope. you need it all together. You just We just got pieces of macaroni everywhere when we tried to cut it. <laughs> it was a hell of a mess. Which it I'm was like, a- Listen, if I was high at 3 a.m., whatever, making this recipe, which is the only time that this would work, yes. th- it would be a nightmare trying to like make sure that I got the right mac and cheese, the weirdly oh, yeah. already pre-mixed, it's a block of stuff. Like, what even is this recipe, you and guys? And so, <laughs> I mean, he starts cutting into it, and I go, okay, if it doesn't work on this next one, I'm going to the store. <laughs> You're like, we gotta go, we gotta go. And literally, this. like, he cuts into it, and I don't even say anything. Shatters into I just a million turn pieces. and go get my keys and my shoes. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, like, fuck, I'm done. Fuck, I'm out. I quit. So then I go to our local Kroger's Smiths, um, and and I'm looking there, and I'm sitting here going, I'm just looking for a very specific type of mac and cheese. So I'm thinking, you know what is pretty classic, like frozen? Mm -hmm. Stouffer's. Stouffer's. But I was still really nervous, and so I'm that crazy lady looking around for different brands of frozen <laughs> mac and cheese. It's great. You're called comparing sizes. I know. Them. I'm like, oh, do I get this or the? Mm. I saw. Okay, that's so funny. Stouffer's. Stouffer's is such an interesting company where I they 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 make they make food with an asterisk because it's like, is it food? 
Are you sure it's, is it, is I it really? I don't know. I mean, like, but as far as frozen food goes, it's not half bad. Because well, so, to be okay. honest, okay, but the thing is, when I was growing up, yeah. do you know what frozen dinners I had all the time and I loved? And you were going to, you might divorce me over this. Oh, God, here it comes. Ready? You want to guess? No, I don't even know. I don't even know. Lean cuisine. Oh, lean cuisine. We had lean cuisines always <laughs> in the fridge. Always growing up. Because at first it was, you know, my mom was on like Atkins or Weight Watchers or something like that, right? And so we just had it for sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. But then it was just, I really liked it. So like when we go grocery shopping, like I there was very specific ones I liked. There was this like butternut squash ravioli and their mac and cheese was really good. <laughs> so don't make fun of me. That's so funny. Before that, it was Kid Cuisine with the penguin on oh, it. Oh, fuck you. I never had Kid Cuisine. I was wanted as a kid. I saw the commercials. Do you, and I never had, I've never had Kid Cuisine to this day. Do you want me to go day. buy you Kid Cuisine? Yeah, pretty much. Because you know what? You know I also what? want to try Hungry Man. <laughs> I think that's next week's episode. Oh my gosh. We're going to buy a frozen bunch of frozen dinners. dinners. I always wanted Hungry Man because it looked like the most badass, like, Hungry Man, one pound of meat. And I was always like, I'm a hungry boy. Because I was, was I remember that shit when it was like, uh, when I was like 16, that stuff started coming out. Okay, so the noise you're hearing in the background is, uh, okay, so what's hyper fun about, what's hyper fun about this recipe is I love pretzels. Fucking pretzels are the best fucking shit. Mm, and I soft learned, pretzels. soft pretzels Ugh. are so good. I learned how to pretzelize stuff. So if you guys don't know how to pretzelize stuff, I'm going to cue you in the secret. It is two things. It's three things, technically. But it's one major ingredient. It is water uh-huh. with baking soda. A quart of water and a quarter cup of baking soda. And you throw your dough into the water. You literally boil your dough. And you do it for 15, 20 seconds. I just realized I, put, I gave you way too much baking soda. Oh, it's fine. I did the two quart one. I doubled the baking soda. Hyper pretzely then. Okay. I'm so sorry. I just realized that we made that change and I didn't switch out the measuring cup. <laughs> I pre measured for you and <laughs> oops. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Well, it's not gonna anyway, be Anyway, and then we're doing an egg wash. So what you do, do you do so the you, egg wash before you cook it? I thought it was later. No, you do the egg wash. Yeah, you do the egg wash before you cook it, um, so that it like browns over um, while it's been cooking and stuff like that. But literally baking soda and water, um, and you boil your dough. You boil the, the pretzel dough and stuff like that, whatever it was, and then you throw the egg wash on top of it. And then I think you can use your sea salt either um, at this stage or afterwards. I think we should do it now so it sticks to it. Yeah. So I'm hyper, hyper excited. Well, the first time we the first time you did it, we did it together. Yeah. And the thing we were what did doing. We, do? we were we just got dough and we did we made beer cheese. Like oh, we that's it. Into it. Beer cheese. And I wanted to make some kind of beer cheese knots or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like pretzel knots. Yeah, that's what it was, pretzel knots. And so, yes, yeah, because I remember tying the knots together. Okay. Yeah, that shit was fun. So, it was really fun. And, but I read the recipe wrong, so I'm like boiling them for like five minutes and, and the dough is expanding mush. and destroying. you're disgusting. like, oh, what happened? Well, and it wasn't, and it was because it said it should be a certain color, so we were looking for that color. Oh, yeah. But it was supposed to be a hint of that color. Yeah, not like... <laughs> I was it yellowy? It was, it was like, like a, I'm sun-kissed, not I spent a week on a cruise <laughs> in the South Caribbean uh, and I'm Scandinavian and now I'm permanently disfigured. Yes. Thank you.
We cut up the frozen mac and cheese into rectangles, and then we've used, uh, what, Pillsbury pizza dough crust to, just the super the basic bread dough, crust. the classic crust, to wrap it, to cut it into uh, long, thin strips, and then wrap it around the little rectangles to then cover them, cover the little, like, frozen mac and cheese dudes completely. So... After doing that, I dumped um, uh, I dumped the little like mac and cheese bread logs into the boiling uh, baking soda water. I put them on a what was that? Baking sheet. Aluminum uh, yeah. foil covered baking sheet. Greased it just a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit, and then we threw an egg wash on them. And the crunching noise you heard just a little bit ago was our uh, Himalayan sea salt kind of thing. Yeah. So. Then it's just going to be a thing for. How long does the pizza crust say we should make it? Uh, because this says eighteen to twenty minutes, but I feel like that said like shorter than that. Uh, it's probably won't so be that bad. So what does it say on the instructions? Maybe we'll find a midi, a middle ground. Uh, the dough is eight minutes, so let's do like because here's the thing: is, is I think the internal. Yes. I think the the stuff on the inside will actually help the dough cook longer because it's it kind of cold. It was frozen, stuff yeah. like that. So I think it'll actually do pretty good. So what are you we're gonna do? Like, ah, eh, we'll do like thirteen minutes. I okay. think it'll probably be okay, and I'll check it at ten. Eight minutes never really works because, like, again, elevation makes everything a little bit longer. So I'm thinking, like, okay, eight, ten minutes is probably going to be accurate and stuff like that. So I'll check it at ten and we'll kind of see yeah. how it's going and stuff like that. If it's probably, it's probably going to be like barely, barely golden brown, which means we'll probably get fifteen minutes and it'll be deliciously pretzely on the outside and then ooey gooey and stuff on the inside. And yeah. We'll see how this recipe turns out. So. This is, this seems like, okay, if it holds together, I don't know how this is going to hold together. I feel like this is going to, um, that it's pizza dough as the main outside thing sounds pretty dang good, but I worry that like if it was anything else, like if it was, you know, Grand's biscuit dough or something like that or whatever, that the inside would just fall apart. I, I don't I don't know how this is going to hold together. I feel like it's just going to be a mushy mess. It might be. It's going to be a mushy mess, and there's going to be no internal structure, and it's going to totally fall apart. Now, if it holds together, I thought, okay, that sounds pretty cool, because what you could do is you could, uh, what, customize the insides, right? You yeah. could do, like, you could, you could, however you make mac and cheese, right, depending on the, you know, if you use cheddar, you use Monterey, you use mozzarella for mac and cheese, or if you use uh, Emmental Swiss or something like that. So you can make your own and then yeah, freeze it. Yeah, right, you can make a fancy, you could make a hyper fancy truffle oil mm. mac and cheese, right, with rosemary or something like that, and then do a kick-ass outside, so, but I don't know, I don't fucking, uh, I don't know, I, but you know what? The older I get, the more I realize that I love staples. So mac and cheese is definitely becoming one of those things that I never, I never really liked mac and cheese as a kid. Really? I don't know. I always like trying new and random and crazy things and stuff like that. I always would put barbecue stuff on sauce, but um, barbecue sauce on stuff. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what did I say? Barbecue stuff on, on sauce. sauce. So, something like that. Wording is hard sometimes. I never really liked mac and cheese as a kid. I mm -hmm. didn't really care for, I mean, just, I, it, it always reminded me of like babies. And I was like, I'm a big kid. I don't want to be a baby. Yeah. And then in my teenage years and stuff like that, I was all about meat. Give me meat. That kind of thing. And I worked at Subway for like a couple of years. And so I was always like, I was a sandwich guy for a super long time. And I've always been a sandwich guy. I love sandwiches and shit like that. Yeah. 
But the older I've gotten, the more, more I like. More than sandwiches, you're a burger man. Oh, I'm a burger boy. I am a burger boy, which is a fantastic restaurant in the Midwest that I long to attend, long to go to sometime. As I'm getting older, I realize, like, I love mac and cheese, and I love chicken tenders, mm-hmm. and I love the real, true American classics for things. More, less and less am I getting like the outrageous burgers. The stuff. Yeah, yeah, the adventurous stuff. So I loved, I used to love Carl's Jr. because they would always have weird, crazy yeah. burgers. And now I'm like, no, dude, just give me give the. Give me the famous star. Give me the famous star, baby. Give me the famous star. Yeah, you're right. I'm that way. Take off the, the take off the onions, that kind of thing. Like, just give me the cheese. Give me the patty. Give me the lettuce. Give me good tomato. Like, I'll I don't know. Good tomato. Is that is that a is that a, a, a garden pun? Is that was that come some kind of a vegetable innuendo? Is that come some kind of like a, a greenery? Uh, uh, wait, what's what's another word for innuendo? I'm trying to come up with a third one. Are I'm you like, gonna are yeah. you thesaurusizing? So I can make my third innuendo. Joke. <laughs> is that some kind of a chlorophyllic illusion? Disgusting. Uh, that sounds horrible. Chlorophyllic illusions. Well, if you want some of that, just listen to the Adventure Zone and sure. go uh, get some of that too. That's funny. I we just listened to that episode. If you guys uh, aren't familiar with it, the Adventure Zone is a Dungeons and Dragons play podcast yeah. by the McElroy brothers, Justin Travis Griffin and Clint McElroy. They they have a, a couple funny shows. Uh, my brother, my brother and me, which is an advice show where they. Um, <laughs> advice in very large like sports team finger foam sized air quotes advice show they they do yahoo answers and they just read people's <laughs> awful questions about life and give terrible terrible advice solutions to them i like that better Thank you. That one's fun. And then uh, the oldest brother has a show with his wife, who is a doctor, called Sawbones, mm-hmm. where they talk about, like, medical history and just the weird, bonkers stuff of, like, uh, hey, remember bloodletting? It ends up being actually The creepy silly. things we used to do in the yeah. medical in the medical field. And then Griffin has one with his with his wife called Well, they used to be it used to be Rose Buddies and then they the kind bachelor, of felt it was, it was a bachelor a bachelor bachelor bachelorette and I think they just felt like it was they were doing the same thing over and over again and they were kind of getting tired of it. So they decided to I don't actually remember the reason why cuz I only started listening when they switched it to Wonderful. Nice. That's what it's called now. Where they talk about what they think is wonderful in the world <laughs> it's an extremely wholesome and they're like puppies are puppies are wonderful today we're gonna talk about puppies and i'm like <laughs> you guys are dorks are they um, coming are they touring the, are yeah they they're coming Utah? like april 14th or something hey, like McElroy. that hey you want to come be on our podcast that'd be great i would love it but we probably can't pay their appearance fees probably, probably not dollars and stuff like that but anyway um staples Staples of things. We were gonna, we were talking about Adventure Zone. We, we were, were talking. You about were getting zone. to like the, the, what the Adventure Zone is. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, so the Adventure Zone. Yeah, um, the Adventure Zone. So the original show with the Macaroni Brothers is uh, my brother, my brother and me. That advice show where they did that. They did that for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the brothers was Ab 
episode for an episode or sick for one episode or something like that. And so for one of their live shows, they were like, or I think maybe it was just one for one of their live shows of Mabim Bam. They decided to play D and D. It's just like a as like a joke, and they got a huge reaction from the audience. And so they're like, "Hey, I guess we'll like you know what? Screw it. Let's just pl- start playing D and D." Yeah. So they started it up, and it was when the original Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition box set had come out. Uh, of I don't know, four years ago now or something like that. Don't the, ask me. You the know starter than I do. the starter set had kind of just come out. The whatever adventures in Fandolin or I forget what it's called but it was this whole thing and they decided to kind of play through it and they get like uh, halfway through the first episode and Griffin the youngest brother who was the DM of the show was like uh, I actually wrote like in a super amazing adventure let's start doing this thing yeah. and it's actually one of the most hilarious pieces of fiction pieces of media I've ever been witness to I've ever listened to it's funnier than so many television shows that I've yeah. ever watched it's one of my absolute favorite pieces of like oh yeah I can listen to this for hours and hours and laugh and laugh and they're laugh. just weird and they like they pick on each other in certain ways the dad that the, plays with them forgets yeah. everything they're all the so time. funny because they're brothers and they're yeah. so close as good brothers and they just have this great they're family dynamic their dad, really great dynamic uh, with their dad. and it's so so funny and they're weird but not gross weird they're weird in like the silliest of silly ways yeah and, it and just probably the, to be like, a... the grossest thing is the one episode where like the dad has to like flirt with a plant. <laughs> He's it's a awkward. nature domain cleric and he invokes his channel divinity feature of fifth edition <laughs> where he uses his powers to commune with a god to then like tell Get the plants to what to... to do. And he gets all, show me your stamen. And you're like, nope, stop. No, uh, daddy. Uh, <laughs> they call him like, daddy. Daddy, no, I don't want to, you have to hear, I have to hear, and they're all grossed out. like, I don't want to hear you say these things. (laughs) It's so bad. And that's probably, like, in that direction the furthest it goes. They swear a little bit once in a while, but really, it's one of the funniest, funniest, funniest podcasts I've ever listened to, D&D-related media that I've ever listened to, and... Just seriously, one of the funniest things that I've like, oh yeah, no, I recommend this as like you, if you've never listened to a podcast, you should listen to well, this one to kind of start out. If you want to play D&D yeah. or if you want to, if you don't know what D&D is like, that kind of a thing, like this, start with this one. I know a lot of people talk about um, Critical Role with Matt Mercer and all of his people and everything, but it's very, very technical and serious actually. Yes. While there are lots of funny moments that happen naturally in the course of gameplay, it's actually a very serious intriguing exciting adventurous podcast but they never don't stop they never don't talk in character voices there's um rule lawyering and they're very exacting about a lot of things and while i sort of enjoy a critical role it's not nearly as well i'm much more lighthearted. yeah and adventure zone plays totally into that it's well and the thing hilarious. about I mean, we probably shouldn't spend our whole podcast talking about another podcast, but <laughs> but my last thing about that is what you're saying that if you want to play D and D, this is a great one to listen to because you were so you want you were so excited wanting to play D and D, and I just never I didn't know much about it, and it just didn't appeal to me very much. And so once we started listening to that, it was so helpful to me to listen to that and go, oh sure, oh this is what it could be like. Oh this is really well, and fun. it was able you were able to like. 
and I was able to understand visualize, the mechanics. Yes, visualize on the visualize the mechanics and and work through them as someone else was also working yes. through them. Of like, wait, what so do I do? Helpful. Yeah, it was really pretty cool. So, how are they looking right now? Not bad. They're just a little bit brown, okay. like like tiny bit golden. I think. Hold on. Yeah, we'll let them go for a little while longer. I think we're gonna go the eighteen minutes just fine. Okay. to the frozen dinner stuff oh please please okay, so hungry man can I, can I talk about kid cuisine and like why <laughs> the penguin yeah. yes okay so I freaking loved kid cuisine mm-hmm. okay but the reason is and a lot of people freak out when I talk about how I had that because a lot of kids didn't get that yeah but Cosmic I was brownies. a very lonely kid. <laughs> yeah, you were the youngest of... I'm the youngest of nine children. <laughs> and your sibling, your next nearest sibling is seven, seven years. years older. So, <laughs> and then I didn't have, especially in elementary, like, my parents were a little strict. I didn't have a ton of friends. I had, like, my one friend that we would hang out on Friday nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I really didn't get, like, much of a social life until I got to junior high. Sure. And then I definitely, like, then I had a core group of friends I hung out with a lot. Yeah, I started playing saxophone. I was like, dude, where are all the girls? (laughs) You were Kenny G. (laughs) You wanted, you thought you would be Kenny G. I had a Bob Ross afro, so I was Bob Ross pretending to play, pretending to be Kenny G. It was horrible. (laughs) I will show you the the middle school photos and you'll be like, huh. So, so growing up, my parents were like, I feel like they took pity on me. They're like, you don't have many friends. That's so awful. Your siblings are all much older or they're gone to college or whatever. Or freaking married. Or married and have children, all the things. What was it? You became an aunt. I was, so my oldest sister got married when I was six months old. I was six months old at her wedding. And then, um, she had a baby. I was it was two weeks before I turned two years old. So my niece is two years younger than me yes. and actually got married before we did. And all that. <laughs> Which he was so like, I was so pissed. I was so mad. Don't talk to me. Also. Cause you and I had been dating for like a year and a half at that point, And she knew him for like six weeks before they got engaged. <laughs> so she was like, no, you can't get married. I have to get married. <laughs> I look back now and I'm like, whoa, whoa. I needed to chill the fuck out. Yes. But, I mean, can, can we get a little deep for a minute? <laughs> this is the One Pan Podcast. We get deep all the time. All the time. All the time. The biggest reason I was pissed, uh-huh. my dad had cancer. Yeah. He was dying. And I knew that he was going to dance at my niece's wedding, and I was not going to dance with him at mine. Yeah. That was such a hard moment. So that was probably, that was like at the root of the anger. Sure. But also I knew that you and I were not in a place that we wanted and yeah, were ready I know. to get I was married weird. at that point. I was working at a GameStop. It was like. No, thing. but the thing is, and I felt that way too though. Like I was like, I was not in a hurry to get married. I didn't <laughs> want to get married at that point. I was like, yeah. nah, let's wait. I hadn't like, graduated no, yet. damn it. This is totally unfair. Why take my father from me? Yeah. So uh, there's your deep moment brought to you by. <laughs> One band podcast. <laughs> Deep moments. <laughs> That's the theme song to that now. Canon forever for all time and eternity. Okay, so you had frozen foods. You had frozen dinners okay, and stuff like so that? so I had frozen dinners, and that would be like my Friday nights would consist of school got out early Fridays, right? So this is elementary. and Which my, isn't a thing. You guys talk about it like it's the, I never got out of school early. I can't even imagine. How. Are you serious? Never. No. You guys elementary all had A days and high. B days and mm-hmm. weird nonsense stuff like that. No, man. I had eight classes a day since 
fucking third grade, man. Well, so in el- I don't know. In elementary, though, we... <laughs> I don't know what to tell That's you. That's one of my favorite things you do. I don't know. <laughs> it's really one of my straight up, like, ah, eh. So, like, in elementary, we got out of, like, 1 p.m. or something. Your problem now, bitch. So then we had, like, all these extra hours. So my friend Brooke, mm-hmm. my best friend, my childhood best friend Brooke and I, mm-hmm. we would, here was our Friday night, ready? Mm-hmm. We'd always hang out at my house. I don't know. Maybe it was because her siblings were closer to her in age, so, like, we got more privacy at my house. Maybe she was your invisible friend, the in- imaginary friend the entire time. No, she was not. Are you sure? You yes. said you were a lonely kid. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Please tweet at us if you believe that Brooke isn't real. I can prove she's real. Uh huh. Sure. She has. Imagination. She just had her third child. Wow, you're really keeping up this re- friendship relationship. That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm proud of you and your imagination skills. Her daughter. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Never mind. If I say her name, that I'm pretty sure what it is, you're gonna think I made it up. Because <laughs> it's I a mean, really beautiful, unique name. Oh, uh, sure, Brickalian. No, Matilda. Oh, that's not that bad. That's also pretty fake. But I mean, that's it's fine. Not- <laughs> sure, just quote a beloved children's book and movie. That's fine. Okay, continue. So every Friday, uh-huh. Dick. Every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we would scour my house for change. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, my dad had this jockey box next to his bed. What? What word was that? I, I He called it a jockey box. I don't know what okay, it... Okay, that's fine. It was a leather box. I wonder if he meant like 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 a like a dude who rides horses. No, I don't know. It was it just had weird... It had random crap of his stuff in it. Boomers are weird, man. But it mostly had... He would always put his spare change every day in there. So, like, it was full of stuff. So oh, sure. So, he'd get really mad because I'd always take all the quarters. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, he'd be like, there's only pennies in here. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't know why. Oh my gosh, what happened? I don't know. The quarter fairy took them the all. The quarter no. fairy. Um, so we would grab. She has paid you for your mouth stones. We would grab all the change and then we would go around the block to, it was a Phillips 66 gas station mm-hmm. that had really cheap snacks. Like they had beef jerky discs for 25 cents. Isn't that pepperoni? No, they were beef jerky. That's weird. Beef it was jerky beef jerky discs. flavored, but they were thick discs. <laughs> That's a BuzzFeed recipe I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Beef jerky pepperoni. What the? Okay, continue. And then they had like fresh popcorn. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, those like gummy burger things. Ah, gummy burgers. burgers. Those are great. We loved those. We would take them apart and like eat each little piece and stuff. (laughs) Anyway, and like we went there so often that the chick who worked there like became like a weird like adult friend that we just like chat with every time. So we ride our bikes. That reminds me that it was at a Bob's Burgers when Gene is like, "This is my friend," and what it was like, "How old is he?" And, he's, and Bob asks him, and he's like, "How old is he?" And he's like, "He's 30. And he's like, "You can't have a 30 year old friend, Gene." And so we would gather up on, do you like how I just like move on from No, I know. You're just like, and. I want to finish my story because as we learned last week. It takes uh, two and a half hours to tell a single story. Yeah. No, that's the whole point of the podcast. It's fun. It's great. (laughs) Okay. Cooking is an adventure. So is storytelling. So, but yeah, we would ride our bikes to Philip 66, get all our treats. If we had, if we could talk our parents into giving us a few extra dollars, we would go across the street from the gas station to Arctic Circle, which is a Utah thing. Arctic Circle is a burger joint with shakes and ice cream. Let's see. What would that be? How else would you? I don't know how else you put it. I, I, don't, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's essentially what it is. It's just a local. They have euros too. Oh, yeah. You love their euros. And weird chicken rings. Yeah. And mini corn dogs. 
Yeah. I like the mini corn dogs. They're, and they were famous for the lime rookies for a while. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. They grape li- I always get the grape lime rookie yeah, when I go. Yeah, it's really yummy. So we would, anyway, go get all these snacks. And then we would, most of the time, though, my dad would then take us to Hollywood Video. And then we would go to the grocery store and go get every, it would be like every couple months, it would be like a special Friday. And we would get to go get kid cuisine dinner. Oh, nice. And I always got the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. With the brownie. Yeah, the cosmic brownie. Mm. Mm-hmm. We need to go find this. Cosmic brownies. I want to relive my childhood. <laughs> but then, we, yeah, we would watch. And most of the time, especially when we were younger, we would choose them. Um, the Mary-Kate and Ashley, like... Oh, funny. They they had, like, detective agencies or, like, weird show, like, movies that they made for a while <laughs> that... We loved and we rented all the time. It's okay. I love the Disney Channel original movies forever. Those are some you of the greatest. Love the Dude, old Dude, don't, don't, don't pretend that those aren't some of the greatest. I'm not level. anything. I love them, but you're like you love them as if you don't also. Okay, I like them, but you like you talk about it. They're the best. So much. Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. Look at the Irish. You love the luck of the Irish. That's I do. probably your favorite. Yeah, pretty much. Do I need to find it on DVD for you? Uh, yeah. Uh, Someone needs to. We need to do a thing. I wish BitTorrent could come back. I wish I had a PC that I could just get, you know, whatever, download LimeWire and the, Kazaa. What was <laughs> the alien chick? Xenon? And a Xenon girl of the 21st century. Yeah. Yes. And then Xenon the sequel. <laughs> well, and we made. <laughs> Which I thought that was super clever. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then like, uh, my date with the president's daughter oh, with. What's was his that face? A uh, I think it was. It I was, thought it was a like. No, a, it was before. It, it was, was ABC did that mm, one. I thought that was a. I thought that was a decom. And then it was, a, but it was really before they started calling them Disney Channel original movies. Hey, what is that? Let's That's our it. timer to check on our on our little uh, whatever. Mac and cheese, pretzel, pretzel. Oh, okay. Do so they look amazing? They kind of look pretty. They, they kind of look pretty good. They look pretty good. They look pretty good. Disney Channel. Oh, you know what? Oh, that I'm actually the- that got me in trouble. My date with the president's daughter totally got me in trouble as a kid. So, okay. Got you in trouble. Oh yes, big time. Okay. Did you so, try and do something he did in the movie? No, 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 no. Okay, so I don't know what I'd done. I'd done something and I like made my dad mad where he'd like, Hey, we're taking away your video game privileges and stuff like that for a couple of days and I got grounded, like I couldn't go to my sleepover with my friend Mike that Friday, whatever it was. And so I was stuck at home mm-hmm. and for some reason it was later on and I think both my older sisters were out just uh, doing church stuff or with friends or something like that whatever it was and then it was um my mom was at work and my dad had just shit he had to do and so he was like okay well you're old enough that you could watch your little sister. I got to go run an errand. So you're, you know, you're grounded. So don't be doing, don't be doing stupid shit. <laughs> was basically what he said. Right. Like, don't, you know, very you, specific. you can't play the Nintendo 64. Like you can't be on the computer, that kind of thing. Just sit here and watch a movie, that kind of thing. And so I was like, okay, we'll watch a movie. And so 
well, we were watching Disney Channel. Like, not a big thing, whatever it was. So there's this scene, and I remember this vividly because I was oh, like, oh, no. This always happens with parents. A thousand percent, which I'm like, dude, I need to, like, we need to make sure that we don't do this with our kiddos. The scene is, what's his name? Eric from Boy Meets World. Will Friedel. <laughs> Eric. Decides to, uh, he's, he's taking the president's daughter out on a date because he meets her somewhere, blah, blah, blah. So He, he doesn't goes, realize she's the president's no, daughter. No, of course not. So he goes to go pick her up. And there's this whole slow-mo sequence where she is like spinning around and her hair is flipping out. And she's wearing just a cami, no bra and, a, and like a mini skirt like that. And she's meant to look hot, right? Yeah. Oh, is this after they go to the mall and she changes clothes? I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember the context of the thing. I just remember that, like, my dad walks in, walks in the door as that scene is happening. And so he's <sighs> thinking we're watching, like, Comedy Central. Because yeah. you remember that? You remember Comedy oh, Central? Oh, softcore porn. Yeah, Comedy Central used to have the Girls Gone Wild yeah. previews and stuff like that. And he was hyper, like, hey, 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 that stuff's everywhere now. Like, knock it off, that kind of thing. And so I'm watching this Disney movie, and boy, howdy, does he fucking... <laughs> He lost it on me. He was so mad because he thought no. I was watching some bad yeah. shit. Because it was like, I'm like, fuck, are you kidding me? <laughs> it sucked. It was so bad because I was like, damn it. The only, the one, like, the one. And I'm trying to be like, dad, no, it's Disney Channel. It's not bad. And he's like, look at her dressing like a, because she has like a mini skirt on and mm-hmm. she's leather. And she's like, like kind of cute. Like a <laughs> And he just like, I just remember him like creche. walking over and like shutting the TV off and be like, and you're going to bed now forever. Remember you want to get Did your you game? Tell him? You were going to get your, I tried and he was like, nope, nope, this is bad. Uh-uh, mm-mm, nope. And I was all, as a kid, I'm like, oh no. no. Like, uh, I was so bad. So it was, he was like, remember when you were going to get your games back this weekend? Not anymore. And it was like another, Aww, it was like another two weeks. I hate when like, that happens. <laughs> Dude, my dad was, that ever happen was, to you? Oh, all the time. My dad was notorious for walking in on the one scene or the one line in whatever TV show. Oh, sure. Or where they would swear? That was bad. Oh, yeah. Or like we talk about something inappropriate or like there's an innuendo, like, you know, how they start undressing each other and they get down to a bra and then like it's oh, the next yeah. morning and uh-huh. like that's it. You don't see anything. <laughs> he would always, <laughs> he'd always walk in. In those moments. And the thing is, what kills me too, is half the time I was watching the movie with my mom sitting right there and she would have to get all defensive with him, be like, Larry, no. That's a wonderful impression of your mother. <laughs> yes, thank you. Larry, no. Sorry. My mom doesn't talk that low. <laughs> She's not that mannish. I think I'm going to call it on the recipe yes. for right now. I'm going to shut the oven off. Couple, and I'm like let these one guys, of them is a little yeah, a little on gooey, the dark side. But these guys, no, the one on the dark side is the one I want. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. the one right next to it. Uh, you want this boy? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. So they look pretty interesting, actually. I'm really excited about this. Not bad, huh? Okay. <laughs> That's so funny that your mom would have to. 
She would be like, Larry, no, it's it's fine. It's just this one part. Nothing else has been like they can still watch it. <laughs> she would that have to get defensive me. and like stand and, be, and like try and convince him that because she wanted to still finish the movie because he would totally go like, no, we have to turn this off right now. And so it was always yeah. And luck half the time our main TV growing up was downstairs. Dad had a very specific walk coming down the stairs. So you knew if it was him or someone else. He had a very specific pace. Yeah. The sound his foot made coming, creaking down the stairs. Mm -hmm. So you would know, I need to be careful what I'm watching and I need to be ready to change it. (laughs) Quick, throw in Hercules. (laughs) Or whatever. I just feel like, yeah, parents have that uncanny timing. I wonder, okay, here's the fun part. I'm wondering what's going to happen when we... I'm all excited to like, I'm trying to think about all the things in my head of all the moments when I'm going to suddenly like walk in and Dash is going to be like, dad. And I'm like, whoa, hey, whoa, what are we watching here? What's going on? Why is Dora the Explorer taking her clothes off? Hey, (laughs) why does she have a knife? What is happening? (laughs) Wow. Dora in the future takes a dark turn. Sure. Dora becomes Laura Croft. I would just assume. (laughs) Dora the Tomb Raider. The Tomb Explorer. Tomb Explorer. Swiper, don't loot the body. That's it. That's what it would be. All right. I'm going to pull these guys off. And you know me and my superpower is... uh. You can eat really hot stuff. Oh, yeah. Did hot mine just food. fall apart? Huh? A little bit. Right away, then it really holds up that well. No. Then it looked that well. It came apart. They've uh, they've definitely come apart. Like, did they bloom a little bit? Did they get a little bigger? Mm, the dough? The dough, sort of, yeah. My co-host is learning to eat for the very first time. Shut up. <laughs> okay, I'm disappointed. But then again, I also had very low expectations. Like that SNL, or that Mad TV skit. Lowered expectations. This is not good. This is extremely... Really? It's boring to me. It is extremely boring. I mean, the pretzel taste is delicious. Okay, see, okay, this is where the original recipe doesn't call for the pretzel stuff. I decided to just... Liar! Just, just, you're right. Just spice it up a little teenty bit. The original recipe just called to... Pizza dough them up, throw them mm-hmm. in the oven, cook them and be done. Well, with, you put olive oil, parmesan, and Italian seasoning. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I don't remember that. I thought it was just fucking put the dough no, in the thing. You and do, I was like, you did olive oil. <laughs> oh, create breadstick breadsticks? Yeah, yeah they're actual breadsticks. Uh, maybe. Okay, that might be good. But again, okay. It's still not much, though. This is the fundamental like flaw. This. this is the fundamental flaw of this recipe. You have two separate food items that you're trying to mush together and hoping that their flavors will, like, be good, and they're not. The mac and cheese on the inside tastes like... It's very bland. Oh, God. It, especially because it's fucking frozen mac and cheese. It tastes like the most, un, like, it tastes like unsalted mac and cheese. I'm pretty sure every frozen dinner. Oh, hell no. You see the sodium in those no, things? No, no, it's I'm 40% saying, of the sodium you need. I know, need but for... I'm saying any, any frozen mac and cheese I've had always needs salt. Any well, of them. I've tried. I, I, I don't, and I've had my fair share. The sad part is, is I don't want to add, I don't want to add salt because they're like, seriously, it's like 40% of the sodium you need, in, you need in a day, man. So I feel awful salting those things because I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to like harden my arteries eating this stuff. So it tastes like unsalted mac and cheese on the inside. And then you just have like a sort of breadsticky crust, which I get like, yeah, Parmesan and olive oil mm-hmm. and uh, rosemary or whatever would make it pretty good. But that's just... This is a, a, a BS nonsense. This just makes me want to make soft, soft pretzels. pretzels, man. 
Dude, the pretzel part's delicious. Okay, which is like, you know what? I think I found a hack to make soft pretzels. What, the pizza crust? Yeah, buy yeah. Pillsbury pizza crust. You could form that into like a little dough ball. Well, yeah, because all it is is like and then a throw sheet that in the thing, a sheet of dough, but then like throw that into the thing and then make little pretzel bites in a second. Like, oh, easy. This is a this is a. I think I found the hack for like the easiest pretzel bites on the planet. Oh, because they're delicious. Oh yeah, so the pretzel crust. I'm gonna toot my own horn here and be like, I'm amazing. But the the recipe as a whole is schmeh. This is a one for me. Like the mac and cheese is a one. So here's it's it's a one because it's an average. Like the mac and cheese is a zero for me, and the pretzel crust is like a two. So averaging the two flavors together, it's barely a one. And a and a thumbs down to adding this to any kind of recipe. No way. Oh no, I would add the like honestly. Okay, so the mac and cheese. Here's what it does. Uh It's like a really not good low-grade nacho cheese. Ugh. If you were to take a soft pretzel, because that's what you do, is you dip soft pretzels in nacho cheese, right? Oh, sure. So it's like you don't have to take the extra step of dipping, and Ugh. that's what this has become. Do you, does that make sense? Uh-huh. Is it a little too hot? It's so good. <laughs> the pretzel crust is so good. No, it really is. Honestly, the pretzel crust itself, mm-hmm. on its own, I mean, how high are we rating? Was Is it it's like a positive t- five, t- uh, negative five? Yeah, positive five, negative five. Okay, so I rated a four. I oh. really freaking love it. I could eat this for days. Mm-hmm. But the mac and cheese definitely brings it down. Oh, yeah. Big time. So I'm going to say, would you rate it? You I rated it, it a one. Oh, I was going to say two. Oof. And then thumbs down for adding this to any uh-uh. kind of recipe. This is no, no. Mm-mm. This would not be impressive. This would not hold up. This is something drunken college kids would be like, dude, uh, what if we cooked the... Here's the thing, though. There's been a lot of things that have been has been made on one pan. This that... feels like Art Institute rejects food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a lot of things that have been made on one pan where like you're like, okay, I'm going to have this uh, couple bites, and if I eat anymore, I might die. <laughs> Mexican casserole pizza. Uh-huh. But I could see us finishing these. They're still... This is something that if I was really hungry and I was had a very long day and these happened to be in the fridge, sure. If all I you have in your fridge of... is frozen mac and cheese and Pillsbury pizza crust... Sure, I might combine them okay. together so that I get the most, like, cool. I'll have all the carbs right now so that I can maximize my stamina because I'm going to... I mean... This would be a great midnight snack if you're high. Yep. Yep. This is what this is. This is... I went to college to the culinary college at the Art Institutes, and I'm really baked right now, but I also like to think that I'm a chef, but it's only my third week here, so I'm going to pretend to cook fun stuff. Or your friend who just thinks they're a chef. They didn't do anything specific uh-huh. to get there. Uh-huh. They're just like, I'm going to be fancy. <laughs> sure. I made a pretzel and crust. Paris, <laughs> how you do it? No, that's funny. Oh, Lord. Oh, goodness gracious. This is this is ridiculous. I need something to wash my mouth out. <laughs> okay, I have two stories. Go for it. About, it's again, the basement. Uh-huh. Larry walking down the stairs, okay? Larry. Well, actually, the first, no, this first story, he was watching the movie with me. So, we had bought the Lindsay Lohan parent trap. Oh, sure. 
Great movie. Probably Lindsay Lohan's only good movie. Next to Mean Girls. Oh, yes. Never. Yeah. Next to Mean Girls. <laughs> like, I've, it's funny that I had to correct you on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Whatever. So we buy it because on the recommendation of one of my sisters, she's like, yeah, it's really great. There's nothing bad in it. It's rated PG for like a little bit of violence and like a couple of the things they talk oh, about. Oh, there's nothing stuff. bad, but it's violent. That's funny. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like the pranks they play and stuff like that's why sure, it's sure, PG. Sure. And so mischief is the, the term. Mischief. mischief is the correct term. And so just like it's uh, Harry Potter is PG for scary images. It's true. So I love Motion Picture Association get, of America language. I don't know language. if it was we got to the end or if he said something in the middle and turned it off in the middle. Uh-huh. But it came down to we could not keep the movie. We had just purchased it uh-huh. and watched it. We could not keep it in our house because they said, oh, my God, too many times. <laughs> He's like, I just th- these young girls are saying they're just taking the Lord's name in vain way too many times. I was like, Dad, this is a, a kid. This is a family. It's a children's movie. Uh, like, <laughs> and so he gave it to my sister, the one who recommended it. And I was like, I was so mad. I was so mad because I really loved it. And I wanted to keep it and hang on to it and stuff like that. Because I was like, I don't know, 12 around that time. And so sure. I they look like me. I was I don't know. It was I was so mad. Okay, so <laughs> that's like I have uh, my dad loves Blade Runner, the original Harrison yeah. Ford film. He loves Blade Runner, and it's one of his most favorite all-time films. And when DVD players had just come out, we actually won one. Oh yeah, you got my a dad, super nice one. Didn't oh you? fuck yeah, it was the it was the shit. We uh, my dad was working for this company called Analysts International, and they had a company picnic. I'd never been to like a company summer picnic. It was the funniest Wait, thing. Wait, I thought it was called something else. Comdoc. Yeah. You mean Corn Dog? Yeah. No, he worked for Corn Dog initially, and then he got hired by <laughs> Analysts International. So uh, he was working for AI, and they had like a summer family get-together kind of a thing, right? Food, fun, games, stuff. Real corporate hullabaloo, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he was wearing khakis and a polo. Khakis? I was like... You please do it that Kierkees. way. Yes. Uh, and a polo. And he, uh, it, you know, the family goes there, this and that, and there's a, like a drawing, uh, a raffle for, okay. for a bunch of shit. We win a DVD player. Hell like yeah. a $900 oh fucking DVD That's player. It's crazy that they cost that much. You can get one for 20 bucks right now. <laughs> I can get one for five of the damn DI. That's true. <laughs> And it basically be new. But that's like, uh, that's one of my most favorite movies, Scrooge with Bill Murray, when he yeah. talks about giving the, his brother a VCR. Oh, yeah. At the same time, that v, that VCR that Bill Murray gives his brother is like a $1,300 machine. At that time. At that time. Yeah. So DVD players, when they were first brand new, was not a widespread technology. No. It was kind of like a thing, whatever it was. And we got, we got one. It was really really nice and it was amazing as shit and so we bought the first movie we ever bought on dvd was the maltese falcon for my great my great grandmother is the silent film actress mary astor and he kind of bought it like hey we can watch it that kind of a thing and then the second movie we bought was monty python and the holy grail and i watched that movie until the disc wouldn't play anymore <laughs> but like the third movie we ever bought uh he ever bought was Blade Runner and he got like the special extended director's cut because at the time it was just on tape and there mm-hmm. wasn't 
There wasn't. You there was no such thing. No special features. Those were such a rare thing. They were only towards the later end of the VHS's life. And they would play it after the credits. Yeah, or something, right? and you really didn't know that they were there. But most of the time, uh, the the tape was the movie, and that was it. Yeah. Right? So the fact that you had menus and you could access DVD commentaries Mm -hmm. and the director could talk about the movie. Dad got this copy of Blade Runner that was like the special extended Ridley Scott director's cut edition of it with like 21 hours of of bonus features. And he was as excited as I was in 1995 when I got my Nintendo 64. Mm. He was like jumping up and down excited (laughs) for it. Uh, it was an R movie though, so he was like, ah, kind of hesitant about showing me it. So I think he was, he got it and it sat on the shelf package for a couple of months because I think he was waiting for my birthday when I was going to turn 10. And he was like, okay. okay, you're double digits. We could probably get away with watching this. It's not, it's, it's violent, but it's like 1981 violent. So it's yeah. not. Um, it's not RoboCop like let's blow Peter Sellers into a million pieces at the very beginning. No, it's it's a little bit with Rucker Hauer like stabbing a, a a nail through his hand and the the actress lady kind of being naked in her dressing room because she's like a weird performer and stuff like that. But it wasn't it's not terrible. Anyway, my sister, my middle sister, uh, who is older than me, but she's like the she's not quite oldest that kind of a thing. She had some friends over for a party or something like that, and she wanted to watch a movie and she wanted to watch an r-rated movie and dad was like no you guys don't you shouldn't be watching r-rated movies the church says the r-rated movies aren't good we shouldn't do them like and she threw a shit fit at him and so she pointed out she pointed out why do you get to have r-rated movies and we don't because we had a a grown-ass adult makes his own fucking decisions he pays for the roof and the clothes you're freaking wearing he gets to watch whatever damn movie he wants but no she couldn't understand that because we were still we also still had a vhs player and stuff like that and so we would tape movies and stuff like that so there would be copies of like we had lethal weapon that we had um recorded from the tv and stuff like that Right? It was and it wasn't that kind of thing because it was like the late night TV version. Oh. So there was a little more action, a little more of the stuff like that. Lethal Weapon rated R? <laughs> yeah, Lethal Weapon is rated R because Mel Gibson is crazy in it. And you see his butt. So we had VHS tapes of some R rated movies and stuff like that. And he had started buying like a small DVD collection of a few things. And yeah, a couple of the movies were rated R. Mm. So she was like, why do you get to have R-rated movies? And she was really good at getting under his skin. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so he was like, oh, okay. No R-rated movies then. And he threw everything out. He went in and oh. like cleaned it out. Threw away oh all the God. tapes, threw away all the DVDs. And what bummed me the F out was he didn't even get to watch Blade he didn't even get to watch Your poor dad. I was so sad for him because I remember looking at the package, the package in the box, and it was like a $60 movie, too. Yeah, because that's how much DVDs were. Oh, man. It was like a $60 movie package, and it got thrown in the garbage. And I was like, and he was like, there, now no one gets to watch R-rated movies. And she was like, oh, she didn't think he would go nuclear. She thought like, oh, I got him. I got him. He has to let me watch it because he's he has the double standard. So he'll let me watch the movie. Nope. Oh, no. Oh, no. I like how all of the people that you've been imitating tonight are Southern. 
I'm a dumb guy. My worldview is limited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Not that people from the South are dumb. I just... That's my annoying voice. Oh, goodness. Okay, I'm done with whatever the heck this crappy recipe is. I need to make some real food. Uh, goodness gracious. I just want more pretzels. <laughs> We've got soft pretzels. We're going to make soft pretzels now, friends. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, YouTube. Uh, yeah, YouTube and stuff like that at One Pen Podcast. Like, uh, comment. Actually, you know what? Tell your friends and review the show on iTunes. That would Please. be the best, best help. Give us a quick review. Yeah, do a thing. Just shoot a little thing. You have no idea how much those reviews help podcasts. So any, podca- any podcast you listen yeah, to. Yeah, actually, it's surprising sure how often review those, those reviews actually matter to exposure and telling people stuff like that. So tell your friends. We don't do any advertising for the show in any other way. So mm-hmm. the only way we're going to go with the audience is if you guys, you know, through listeners like you. So yeah. let us know how you like the show. And you know, if you like it, send tell us, a friend. Send us ideas of recipes. Oh, what sure. You Join hear our shopping about. list at www.onepanpodcast.com and uh, keep up to date with yeah. all the fun stuff that's going on with us. If you're in Salt Lake and you want to be a part of the podcast, We're maybe having, you could be a special guest. Maybe you could be a special guest. We have all kinds of recipes planned for the future. All mm. fun guests coming up. Oh, yeah. It's going to be super fun. This has been the One Pan Podcast. Sometimes the food's funny, uh, it's not so much.